She rants, she raves, she's got a really big mouth. She prays, she swears, and most importantly, she's here to help you believe in you. Welcome to the Prayers and Swears podcast. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Prayers and Swears podcast. I'm your host, Trina Dingman, aka Greasy Girl Gone Clean. Because today's a special day, I want to do something a little different. Um, I know normally I just have like a random ranting, <laughs> general emotional spaz attack, and that's what my podcast is. Um, but today I want to do something special because today is Christmas Eve. And if you listened to my last episode, you know I talked about putting the Christ back in Christmas. And today I just want to read you a little bit from the book of Luke. And it's about the birth of Christ. And I just, I don't know if maybe you're new to the Bible, maybe you've never read the Bible, maybe you don't know where to start. And I want to start here for you. Um, Because I feel like this is one of the most important things. And I want you to hear this story. So I'm actually reading from my Bible is a English standard version. I've had it forever. Um, And I'm just going to read you a little bit of Luke. So I'm going to start chapter one um, and verse 26. I'm going to read you from chapter one, verse 26 through 38. And then I'm going to read you um, chapter two from verse one through to 21. So I'm not going to read you too much, but I'm just going to read this to you because I think it's so important to connect with the reason that Christmas exists every year. And I am totally a Christmas freak. I love Christmas. Like I, when it is November 1st, I'm ready. I'm like, get me my Christmas tree. Let's put that thing up. I have more Christmas crap. It's just, I'm a crazy Christmas lunatic. And, um, and I love Christmas movies. I love all the cheesy stuff. I love Elf is like one of my favorite Christmas movies. I love it. Um, I love all the Santa Claus movies. Like I love all of it. Um, but I also really want my children and anybody around me that I love, everybody, even if I don't love you, even if I don't know you, I still love you. And I want you to know the reason that Christmas exists is because you have a savior who was born and lived and died for you so that you could be reconciled to him and be with him and have eternal life. And it is the most incredible gift in the world. And he did it for you. And it was definitely a sacrifice for God to send his one and only son here on earth to die for us. But he was born and his birth is something to be celebrated and overjoyed about and to be meditated on all the time. And if you heard my last episode, you know I talked about how we've taken the Christ out of Christmas. The world has taken the Christ out of Christmas. And I am not going to do that. For years, I've made my children sing Happy Birthday Jesus in the morning before we opened any gifts. I read the story of the birth of Jesus to my kids every year on Christmas morning. It's really important to me that my kids know why Christmas exists, why we, you know, have presents and all these things. It's about celebrating the birth of Jesus. And so I just want to read this. I'm going to share this with you. So, um, okay. So I'm going to start with Luke chapter one, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. 
And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So that is Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. And now I'm just going to read you Luke chapter 2. I'm going to start at verse 1. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when, oh my gosh, Quir- Quirinius, oh dear, <laughs> was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in, in, a swaddling, cloths, oh, in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, They made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child, and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them, as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. So that's obviously a short um, excerpt from all of it. I'm not going to read you the whole thing because, you know, it's long. But I encourage you, and I know a lot of people will do this, where they will read the book of Luke because it's 24 chapters. 
and they'll read a chapter every day uh, right up until Christmas um, and they do it every year. And I just think that's such a great, if you can get get into that habit, if you can do that every year, meditate on the word of God. Um, Luke is... Um, Actually, the Gospel of Luke is in the form of a letter to a man named Theophilus. I hope I said that right. Um, But after he carefully investigated all the facts about Christ, he documents Christ's life from before his birth through his ministry, death, and resurrection. So it's a really great book to read. Um, Especially if you're new to the Bible, Luke is a great place to start. Matthew is my personal favorite book in the Bible. Um, Ooh, and maybe Proverbs too. That's really good. That's the Old Testament, but... I feel like the more you get into the word and the more you read the Bible and the more you familiarize with yourself with it, um, it, I, for lack of better wording, it is like magic that just leaps off the pages. And I know it sounds like, a, I, I said this last week too, it just sounds like blah, blah, blah when you're new. Um, but the more that you read the Bible, I absolutely believe God will open up your, your heart, your eyes, your ears to hear, and it will start to make sense to you. So if there's one gift you can give yourself going into this new year, I absolutely encourage you to give yourself the gift of studying the Bible. And, um, you know, whether you I'll have to try and find a resource for you of where you can buy like a study guide for the year, or there's so many different good ones you can get. Um, I'll have to find a couple and put the resources in the show notes here, but I really want to encourage you to do that. Get into the word because the word is your weapon. The word is your power. And the more that you know the word of God, I guarantee it will absolutely transform your life. It will transform your heart. Uh, It will change everything for you. And if that's, if there's anything I can give to you, it's that just encouragement to get into the word and to make it a a part of your daily life uh, if possible and certainly your weekly life, but you don't want to be a Sunday Christian. And what do I mean by that is what, what happens, a lot of people go to church, they're well-behaved at church, you know, they put on their best behavior, their best clothes, and they're like, I'm good, went to church this Sunday. So what? <laughs> what about Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Huh? Like, I need Jesus every day because I'm constantly making mistakes. I'm constantly messing up. I'm standing on cat toys. I, um... I need to be in the word every day and I need to be seeking a relationship with God. And my relationship with God is not up to my pastor, right? It's not up to the teachers I'm learning from. My relationship with God is up to me. And you are never going to have full victory in this life until you build that personal relationship with your savior. And the only way that you're going to do that is by setting aside time to get in the word of God, which means reading the Bible. I totally encourage you to get an English standard version or a new international version. Um, That's probably a great place to start. And um, if you want to get like deeper, you can get into the Amplified Bible, which is really awesome. Um, But just start studying and start praying and start asking God to be a part of your life and start seeking him on a daily basis in everything that you do. And it will absolutely transform your life. You know, and maybe this is like the first episode you've ever listened to and you don't even know why you're listening to this right now. I'm telling you, it's because God's calling you. God put you here for a reason. He wants you to hear this message. He is calling you to be connected to him. And I guarantee, I I, I can't, I know it says you're not supposed to promise things in the Bible. It says because you can't change one hair on your head, right? But let your yes mean yes and your no mean no, it says in the Bible. So I'm telling you, if there's one thing I know for sure, other than there is one true perfect God that loves you. Um, He's calling you 
He's calling you to be connected to him because he wants you to have victory in this life. And you just cannot have that if you don't know God. And you can't know God if you don't read about him, if you don't get in the word, if you don't pray, if you don't seek him personally. And I guarantee when you do that, it's going to open up a whole new world for you. It's going to change everything in your life and make it so much better. And it's not going to solve all your problems because, you know, we're going to have problems in this life. We're going to have trials and tribulations and challenges. Absolutely. Whether you are a believer or not, trouble's coming. But it's going to be different when you have God. It's going to be completely different when you are holding on to the Lord and he's holding on to you. But you cannot do that with anybody else. Nobody else can do it for you. Not your pastor, not some teacher on TV, not me. I'd love to be there to help you out. But my, I feel like my only goal is to be that connecting piece to remind you that God is everything. And if I can connect you to the Lord, that is the best gift I could possibly give you. And I am your friend and I do love you dearly. If I haven't met you, I want you to know I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. It sounds so cheesy, but it's so freaking true. And I want the best for you. And the only way I know how to give you anything is just to encourage you to connect with your heavenly father and it will change your life. Bless you. Merry Christmas. From the bottom of my heart, bless you and Merry Christmas, you and your family. And I pray that 2021 is a incredibly abundantly blessed year for you and yours and, um, and that your relationship with God continues to grow and thrive and get better every day. I love you. Follow my mom at, on Instagram at prayers and swears. No swearing. Follow my mommy on Instagram at gr- greasy girl gone clean. Or <laughs> you can follow me at both. And if you got some value out of this podcast, please share it with somebody. Tag me for sure on the gram or leave me a review because that's how people find this podcast. Thanks so much.